Amendment free speech rights. And fourth, it doesn't unify the country, as Joe Biden said he wanted to do just a couple weeks ago. And then the four facts that never change. How did the president incite a breach of the Capitol when the FBI knew ahead of time this was pre-planned? When pipe bombs were found ahead of time, before the president even had the rally, when Capitol Police asked for additional help, they asked for the National Guard to be there, and when the president specifically said, fourth and maybe most important, specifically said, peacefully and patriotically, make your voices heard. So four principles, four facts will not change, no matter how much video the Democrats show, and no matter how long they talk, those things are fundamental, and the American people, I think, instinctively understand those key concepts and key facts. They're allowed to say that the election was stolen, Republicans can't. They're allowed to say, fight like hell, Republicans can't. They're allowed to have Thanksgiving with their family, Republicans aren't. We're not allowed to have Thanksgiving with ours, and Nancy Pelosi's allowed to walk around the metal detector that we have to walk through. So Americans are so sick of this. And then when you, the language you talked about, where Democrats last summer, Democrat members of the Congress said there needs to be more unrest in the streets while there was unrest in the streets and somehow that's not incitement. But when the president says peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard, they're going to impeach him. I mean, this is this is what Americans so despise. There's lots of things they hate about this town. They hate when we spend their money on crazy things. But what they mostly hate is the hypocrisy and the double standard that the elite in this town get to have. Right now, there's a there's a wall around the Capitol to protect the politicians. But, oh, we can't secure the border to protect the country. That's what ticks Americans off more than anything else. And that's why they so appreciated President Trump, because he came here and did what he said and fought for the things American families care about. And right now they're seeing, as Devin said, this crazy circus of an impeachment. Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. That was Jim Jordan on Fox News with Sean Hannity. I actually like Jim Jordan. Uh, He seems to be true blue. I don't know him personally, but I follow him on social media as well as any interview that he gives. His passion and concern for the country seem genuine and real. Uh, He's definitely a fighter. He stands in there, says what he needs to say, and goes after who is in the wrong. So I actually think he's one of the good ones. Um, he's speaking about the fake impeachment, which I didn't want to go over too much because it's just another waste of taxpayers' dollars. It really has no chance at producing the Democrats the result they want, which is conviction. That way, Trump can no longer hold any future office, and he's out of their mind, at least for a little while. But ultimately, that's not their true intentions. Their intentions are... This is a message to anybody who thinks that you can come in here and do what President Trump did and disrupt the establishment that we will come after you and we will destroy you in every aspect of your life. So don't you dare try it. This is a message being sent to all of us, not any one particular person. This is their threat to stay out of their swamp. They like it the way it is or we will destroy you. Now, that goal may be achievable to a certain point. Maybe you will scare off some people, but ultimately, that's not going to scare everybody off. Um, As far as the impeachment, that goal is unachievable, at least the way I see it. Um, He had a vote that was a simple 50 plus one majority to see if it was constitutional to even continue this process. You had six Republicans defect, and they got a 56 to 44 vote to actually impeach Trump, you need a two-thirds vote in the Senate. That is 67 seats. You already have 44 Republicans who say this is unconstitutional. So you cannot get to 67. If 44 say it's unconstitutional, that means you need to pick up 11 of those people to convict them. 
It's not going to happen. Per normal, the Democrats are praising their side for doing such a great job showing what Trump did, and everybody's giving you this sad sob story, and they're showing a lot of video footage that's heavily edited from all kinds of media outlets that are an extension of the left anyways, so the footage is definitely in their favor. But even with all the footage, even with everything that everyone's saying, it still does not prove their point. President Trump, as Jim Jordan said, as anybody that has watched it, the speech, or seen any of the real footage, not the edited footage, his exact words were simply that. We're soon, we're going to march down to the Capitol peacefully, and we're going to let our voices be heard peacefully and patriotically. Okay. How is that inciting violence at any given time? I mean, that's not a violent thing to do. The left wants to call it an insurrection. The left wants to call it he's inciting the crowd. Everything he was saying with a rigged election, this is what he does. He was pumping them up for a month and a half until it got to this point, and that was the message, the hidden message to send them to the Capitol. The question is, why would Trump need a hidden message? The FBI knew a week ahead of time potentially something like this was going to happen. These pipe bombs were found prior to. The insurrection, supposedly, was taking place during Donald Trump's speech before the crowd even marched down there. Part of the people who were arrested at the Capitol were known agitators for Black Lives Matter and Antifa. So you had them, it was not all them, but you had them pumping up the crowd and playing their roles to get everybody overexcited, and what happened, happened. Now, we all agree it should have never happened. We all say that they should never attack our Capitol building. However, it did happen, but not because of Trump. The election, on all accounts, had some serious issues that needed to be looked further into, And it was going nowhere. I've said this in my previous podcast. If the Democrats wanted to air it out and they were so confident that they didn't cheat, then why not just do the audits? Why not give everybody peace of mind and just run through and do the hand count, make sure everybody's there to see it. You got your signature verification. You got your hand count redone and Trump still lost. And it would have never had to go that far. But since we weren't getting any answers and nobody was producing any results and you're not getting anybody that's willing to do the hand counts, and you're not getting anybody that's willing to do these things, the whole election looked suspect and it looked like it was rigged. So if anybody incited it, it was the Democrats by not trying to be as transparent as possible. You can never tell them that because they'll never accept blame for anything. For example... Trump right now is on trial for supposedly inciting violence. Well, I know a group of people that incited a ton of violence, although they'll tell you they didn't. But nowadays, social media and cameras will tell you the truth because everybody's always recording everything and social media people say stupid things on and somebody always captures it. So it would be a lot better that they just told the truth because the evidence is everywhere. For example... Let's listen to what inciting violence actually sounds like, but not from Trump, from all of the Democrats. And if you happen to be a Democrat, warning, trigger alert about to happen. Here we go. I, I, 
I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? The biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if he lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. These are the kind of ignorant people we're working with here. A president telling you to march peacefully and patriotically to let your voice be heard versus all of the violence heard over the time Trump's been in office. I mean, the the two are worlds apart. One actually is inciting violence versus the other. Trump's on trial for inciting violence and he hasn't versus all of these Congress people, news anchors, Actors that are actually calling for real violence. They're talking about assassinating the president, physically harming the president. Uh, You can't see the clip, but in that clip, they have the uh, footage of Kathy Griffin holding Donald Trump's severed off head. Uh, At the end there, the gunshots you heard were during the summer of love and all the riots that were going on. So those are real violent acts. So all those people should either be impeached or removed from their jobs as well, right? We should fire all the news anchors, the actors and everybody should be canceled, and anybody that's in Congress that was inciting that violence should be impeached as well. If that's if that's a game we're playing, that only seems fair. Jeez, what an incredible waste of time. Um, I know Trump's defense is coming up. And supposedly he is going to have some of what I just put in there. They're going to highlight some of those issues in their defense saying that that's a true incitement of violence. And I hope they do. And I hope they really bring it home with that. Uh, we'll see. They, they have their amount of time. This whole impeachment thing, it's not fun to cover. It's just like the other one. You imagine we did this 
just a little over a year ago, what, 13, 14 months ago, we did the same thing with impeachment. Time is going so fast. It's like everything's going down the memory hole. You realize that it was only slightly over a year ago we had the first case in the United States for COVID. It's only been a year we've been listening to this. Now, a lot of us were hearing it ahead of time um, in China. It was their outbreaking over there, and we were watching it a little bit in December and late November. But now, it's only been a year in the United States. Look at how much goes on in a year in the United States. Believe me, the news is moving fast, and it is by design. Because the quicker they move on, the quicker you forget about what happens, and that's a way of control. If you control the media and you control what people are seeing and how quickly they're seeing it or how quickly you bury it, then that helps with their objective of giving you the reality they want you to see. Good Lord. Um, Moving on. Mark Cuban has not been playing the national anthem the first 12 or 13 games of the NBA Not that anybody noticed because there's nobody in the stands to notice. And they generally don't show the national anthem on TV anymore. It's usually done, you know, during a commercial break. And I think a lot of that has to do with the whole kneeling and whatnot. They're trying to appease the players and appease the audience. Because then the players feel that they can kneel and then the audience doesn't have to see it. But he hasn't been playing the national anthem and there's been nobody in the crowd. So literally nobody's been seeing it. Um, And he stated that, you know, the national anthem really doesn't fall in line with his organization and the way that him and his players feel, so they are not going to play it for the rest of the season. Well, that was short-lived because the NBA stepped in and told him, no, you actually are going to play it for the rest of the season because it's tradition, and that's what we do here. The fact of the matter is, Mark Cuban is worth $4 billion. He's a capitalist. This is the same guy who's trying to fight for social justice here in the United States, but will turn a blind eye to the basically concentration camps of Muslims and Christians they have in China, the slave labor that they use in China, all the injustices that they do their people over there because he has a business relationship with them. So he's about the money. He don't care about your social justice. He don't care about you as a person. He don't care about your causes. He cares about his pocketbook. And if he tells you any different, he's a liar. Because you don't get to be worth $4 billion if you're not a capitalist and you're not willing to do some shady deals. So he's doing a shady deal with China, just like the NBA, just like LeBron James and all of them. They're all in bed together with all that. So I don't want to hear his nonsense about the national anthem is not in line with his club. So don't give me that, okay? You're a capitalist. You're doing what's best for you. If you think that's best right now and you're willing to bend the knee to the radical left and you think that that's going to make you richer or you're going to be in their good graces, that's all you're trying to do. You're a dirty snake oil salesman. I don't want to hear nothing else about it. These people really get under my skin. On a little bit weird and funnier note, the Ayatollah of Iran is – suggesting that you stay away from anybody who has already received the COVID-19 vaccine and not to get one for yourself because it is turning people, wait for it, into homosexuals. (laughs) You You can't make this crap up. It's just that stupid. 
He's saying the vaccine that they are injecting you with is turning you into a homosexual. So stay away from anybody who's had it and don't get it for yourself. Otherwise, it's, you're doomed. It's going to change your, your, your uh, sexual preference. <laughs> oh, and he is actually the leader of a country. Make sense? Well, I guess the fact that Joe Biden's in office, anything at this point would make sense. I mean, why not? I'll tell you one politician who I really believe is going to be a future president. I just hope not too soon. I'm hoping, you know, later rather than sooner is Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis in Florida, and I know it's my state, and it's not that I'm just trying to, you know, beat my chest. And, hey, it's just that the way he responds to these people, it's all about truth, and he's not taking no crap. Recently, Joe Biden said he was considering a travel ban to Florida because we have multiple strands of the COVID-19 virus and Ron DeSantis wasn't having it. Um, neither was uh, Marco Rubio because it would hurt ultimately our industry down here. You'd hurt small businesses. You'd hurt large businesses because we're not going to have any tourism. Uh, Florida mainly relies on tourism because short of going to Hawaii, this is probably the next closest thing to it. One of the main ways that you could help without trying to shut us down would be to get us more vaccines. The problem is Joe Biden's administration, where they were acting like Trump did not have a plan for the distribution of the vaccine. Well, his is worse than Trump's apparently because under Trump's administration, the first couple of weeks was slow because they were just rolling out. And I think Florida, we were somewhere where the first week we got around 60,000 doses and then the next week it was 87. But then a couple of weeks after that, we were in the 300,000 or 300,000 plus range of vaccines coming to Florida continuously for three or four weeks. Once Biden got into the house, okay, that had number over the last two weeks has dramatically dropped off. The first week we were a little over 100,000 and the next week we were around 200,000. So why the slow pace? If you're criticizing Trump's plans so much, uh, you should have had a better one going in. If anything, we should have saw more vaccines coming down here and not less. Um, Ron DeSantis does have something to say about vaccination and I wanted to play you a clip about that. So here that is. Uh, there was some type of report about potential travel restrictions on Americans and on Floridians. Uh, and I just I think it's an absurd report uh, that they would be doing that. I think it would be unconstitutional. It would be unwise and it would be unjust. And if you think about it, restricting the right of Americans to travel freely throughout our country while allowing illegal aliens to pour across the southern border unmolested would be a ridiculous but very damaging farce. So we will oppose it 100%. It would not be based in science. It would purely be a political attack against the people of Florida. And it's unclear why they would even try talking about that. Uh, just look at the COVID situation in the state of Florida. So since December, the last couple months, Florida's per cases per capita compared to the rest of the country, 28. 27 other states higher per capita cases and for the ball for the entire pandemic it's a similar story hospitalizations per capita over this time period florida ranks 
30th. 29 other states have higher per capita hospitalizations. Fatalities per capita for this same period, Florida ranks 42nd. 41 states have higher per capita fatalities. So since December 1st, uh, well over half the country has seen much worse COVID results uh, than here in Florida. But all you have to do, too, is just look at some of the trends. ED visits for COVID-like illness is down 60% in Florida over the last 30 days. That's the number one indicator uh, for, for COVID spread. Hospitalized patients are down about 35% in Florida statewide over the last three weeks. And don't forget, over the, su over the winter, uh, Florida peaked at much less level than we did over the summer months. And we were way less per capita than a lot of lockdown states that are always cited as being, quote, the right way to do it. Meanwhile, we vaccinated the most people of any state in the age bracket where most of the fatalities occur, age 65 and plus. We have now reporting about 1.6 million seniors that have received a shot. Uh, that's about 35% of our gigantic senior population, which is almost 4.5 million. And we are number one for shots for seniors. We've done 75% of all shots administered in Florida have gone to senior citizens. And the percentages of seniors that have been vaccinated is one of the highest in the country, and it continues to grow every day. And so any attempt to restrict or lock down Florida by the federal government uh, would be an attack on our state uh, done purely for political purposes. Now, we've had to stand by Floridians over these many, many months, even in difficult circumstances, even when it was not easy to do. We've saved their jobs time and time again. We've preserved small businesses time and time again. And we preserve the right of parents to send their person, to send their children to school in person. You look around the country, a lot of kids haven't been in school since March of 2020. It's an absolute disgrace. We led very early on that, and we're much better for it. So we've had to stand by Floridians throughout, time and again, and we will do so going forward. We will not back down, and if anyone tries to, uh, to harm Floridians or target us, uh, you know, we, will, we will respond very swiftly. Now, if you live in a state where your governor is not talking like that, you should really consider where you're living at. Uh, now, don't bring your bad policies somewhere else. Don't bring your voting habits somewhere else. Realize that the reason you live in what you live in is due to what has been voted in there. And if you're part of that problem, you need to reevaluate your political stance and understand that you put yourself in that position and move somewhere where you're not going to vote the same way. Make a complete change of your lifestyle and see things in a little bit better way than you have previously well i'm sure it's going to be a busy friday and i'm sure it's going to be a busy weekend it always is i'll be back again on tuesday that about wraps up this episode for me if you'd like to reach out to me i'm at gmail at ljconsercrn at gmail.com i'm also on twitter at ljconsercrn clout hub little joe cc and gab i am at little joe's corner thanks for listening See you on Tuesday. If you like what you're hearing, please tell some people about me. God bless. Have a great Friday.